When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Always Evolving is brought to you by Cast Centers, which is a company and organization very close to me. I founded Cast Centers over 17 years ago. We provide the best evidence-based practices for therapy, mental health, addiction. Anytime you're struggling or you have a loved one who is struggling, make sure you go to our website at www.castcenters.com. C-A-S-T centers.com. Give us a call. We're here to help. We'll help you with a free assessment and let's get your mental health on track. I have not recorded a podcast episode in about a month. It's one of the longest period of times I have not spoken to you. And the reason why I was head down focused on competing in the World Masters Jiu-Jitsu Tournament in Las Vegas. And if you listen to the last podcast episode, you know that my experience before and after competing as a blue belt in Arizona, I had a ton of anxiety. I was emotionally dysregulated, didn't want to be there. I literally just was having a meltdown. I was crying before I competed. I cried afterwards when I talked about it, but I wasn't even sad. The whole experience was very strange to me. So I decided, let me face these feelings again. Let me face this discomfort, whatever the heck it is. And I've come to realize that whenever we do something that creates that fight or flight response, we get nervous. And Leading up to this tournament in Las Vegas, I was starting to get nervous. And when I say nervous, my stomach, I, this is a little too much information, but I usually use the restroom once a day. And leading up to the tournament, I was using the restroom four to five times a day. It was as if my stomach was just constantly in discomfort and just wanting to get out of my body. And... I prepared, I trained every single day leading up to this tournament in Las Vegas. I woke up at 6 a.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays to do conditioning with my professor Cobrinha. I did jiu-jitsu every other day besides those two. I was going to be the best version of myself that I could possibly be. I went to Las Vegas this last weekend. I competed on Saturday. I decided to go up on Thursday. I stayed in a non-smoking hotel. I did Wim Hof breathing exercises, which essentially is uh, different forms of breathing and where you would hold your breath for a minute. My diet was great. I prepared as much as I possibly could. And I got up there and... I realized that I was really nervous, but I couldn't even tell you why I was nervous. And sure, I'm competing at the toughest competition, 
with guys much bigger than I am. But it was really strange. It was as if I was preparing for a battle. I mean, preparing for something that I just didn't know what to expect. And I went to the venue a day early. And I'm telling you all this because, long story short, I ended up losing my first match. Now, the reality is, I lost the first match by what's called an advantage point only because I did not understand the rules in jiu-jitsu tournaments and I didn't understand how advantage points work. But essentially, I fought this guy. He was six foot nine. His hands were twice the size of my hands. Um, he had a hair bun. And, you know, this tournament had 5,000 competitors. There was 30 people in my division which is guys that are, I believe, over 225 pounds and between 40 to 45 years old. I turned 43 in a few weeks, so I'm in what's called Masters 3, blue belt. And the guy, I, I stuck to the game plan. I pulled guard, so he was basically in between my legs for the first four minutes and 30 seconds. And I heard my coach Caesar say, Mike, be more active. So I opened up my guard and I was going to do a sweep. I was going to kind of pull and move because the score was 0-0. Zero, zero. Hey, all you true crime fans. This is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morph. And we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now. And new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. So I open my guard, both my legs are practically on the guy's hips, so they're no longer wrapped around him. The referee then says to stop, and we're going to go into the middle of the mat. I had so much adrenaline pumping through me that by the time we got to the middle of the mat, I didn't really remember the position we were in. And all of a sudden, my opponent, who has done more competitions than me, likely, uh, is now, instead of him being standing, he's now has one knee on the ground, pinning my other leg down uh, with his other leg in a position to essentially be in what's called a half guard. And there was 30 seconds left, and he ended up in my half guard, and he got one advantage point. And because of that, I lost. I didn't really realize this until I watched the video back afterwards, and I felt a lot of pressure. I mean, Dr. Phil was watching my match. He had trouble finding it on the website, but eventually he found it. My dad was watching. Some of my friends were watching, and I held my own. It was a tough match, but afterwards, I thought, gosh, I don't know how this guy got in this position. My jiu-jitsu must not be that good because... How did this person get to this position? Well, once I watched the video back, I realized he really didn't make it to the position. It's just um, I've learned now that I have to be more focused and I can't assume that the referee or my opponent is going to have uh, the same level of integrity that I went into the tournament with. So I lost. I lost by what's called an advantage point. And I felt better 
after this tournament losing than I felt a month ago when I won and competed in Scottsdale. I felt better losing than I did winning the championship of the other tournament. And the reason why I felt better was I faced my nervousness. I faced my discomfort. I faced my fears. I prepared myself. I did everything to the best of my ability. And I did not allow my emotions to get the best of me. I showed up. I was smiling. I was able to get eye contact with people. Sure, I was still nervous going into this competition. But I was a better version of myself emotionally. And what I learned is that a month ago when I competed, that day I thought there's no way I'm doing another jiu-jitsu tournament. I, I hate this. I, it's just too uncomfortable for me. But then over the course of the following few weeks, I got to maybe 5%, 10%, and 20% of, oh, maybe I'll do it. And even after this last competition, I thought, oh, once this competition's done, I'm, I'm going to take a huge break. But then all of a sudden, a day after this time, I was like, gosh, I look forward to competing again. And I'm telling you all of this, and I know you may not be a big jiu-jitsu fan or know much about the sport, but I'm sharing this with you in hopes that it can inspire you to get uncomfortable, to get out of your comfort zone to do something that helps you evolve and grow as a person where you're not making more money, where you're not necessarily getting accolades, where you're purely doing it to push yourself to your capacity. And when you push yourself to your capacity or you push yourself to get out of your comfort zone, you're forcing yourself to evolve. You're forcing yourself to grow. And it's very easy, and I've said this before, to do the same thing every day. And when we put new pressures on us, new stressors on us, it really helps us evolve. And I'm grateful that I went through this experience. I'm even grateful that I lost. You know, I posted on my social media because my professor says, we don't lose, we learn. And that's the truth. I learned that I'm capable. I learned that I'm tough. I learned that I'm resilient. I learned that I could hold my own with these other guys who were beasts. I learned how I could prepare better for the next tournament. And I learned that these feelings of discomfort are easier now to deal with in my day-to-day -day life in this last month. It's easier for me to deal with a person who's rude towards me. It's easier for me to deal with a family member where maybe we've had a very troubled past. It's easier for me to handle resentments that I had in my life because I'm now more capable of facing my feelings. And I can tell you that the reason why I'm more capable is I forced myself to get outside of my comfort zone so everything else in my day-to-day -day life is a lot easier. So I'll be heading to Brazil, uh, gosh, probably in a week and a half or so. 
I'm going to try to record some more podcast episodes before I go. I may record one while I'm there. It's my birthday. I'm also looking at potentially buying a place out there because the dollar's so strong and I've always wanted a place that could be on the beach somewhere in the world. And I've also wanted to live in a country that doesn't speak English one day and uh, force myself again to learn a new language because I'm not going to learn a new language unless I'm forced to do it. So I like to put myself in environments that force me to evolve. And I hope that you're evolving in your life today. Till next time, keep it magical.